Today is May 6th. The Yankees have won three in a row from the Cleveland Indians. We played them in the playoffs last year. They're supposed to be a good team. Supposed to be a good team. Uh, they were pretty tough games. Two walk-offs. We're now 15-1. and one. We've won like five series in a row. The kids with their homers and their walk-offs. Let's talk Yanks. Everything's happy. Let's talk Yanks. What's up, everyone? Thanks for joining. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Talking Yanks. Another happy episode of Talking Yanks, unless Jake tries to stir up some dumb shit. <laughs> wow. But I thought we were going to get a loss today, and I was like, whatever. It's still a phenomenal run. I actually I didn't consider us down and out because I I just knew, well, well, let's wait and see. It's only four runs. Wait and see. We've literally done it in the last week. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from Northern California. I used to live in Connecticut and New Jersey, and my co-host Jake is lives in Denver right now, coming from Denver. He used to live in Connecticut. Connecticut kid through to like 24 years old. Yeah. Is that my new full introduction? <laughs> yeah. Connecticut kid Connecticut until 20. Until 24. Yeah, man. What's up, Jake? How, How are, are you? you, dude? No. <laughs> How are you, man? I get flustered with these walk-offs because it's like, okay, I'm live on Periscope talking to my friends, my people. They win. And then I like put myself in this situation where I do so much after big wins like this because, and they're happening too often. It's like four in the last 10 games where, okay, post my post-game video reaction that I do on Twitter and Instagram after every game. And, like, people will be like, where is it? It's like, okay, it's coming. I almost forgot today because then I want to sync up my reaction on Periscope to the actual footage because people enjoy those. We live in a weird world where people like reaction videos. And then I this magic moment has become a thing. I put this, which has been People probably don't realize that's been my my number one song. Like you know, Jake. Like yeah. I play that. Who, at, I play who that are your at, favorite things? Yeah, they play that at parties in college, and people will be like, "Who the fuck put this magic moment on?" We're trying to drink and have fun, and, and I would just be belting it in the corner. That's my one of my favorite songs. So I, then I make that video. Then I don't know. Twitter just goes crazy, and then we got to do the podcast. It's like these these this hour of time, and people call me. And it's when I get like the most calls and texts and DMs because they want to talk to me. And it's like, no, I'm fucking busy. This is like the biggest crunch time right now. So I got to call our intern, my brother, Luke, back. Yeah, if we if we did this like 45 minutes ago, I don't even think we'd be saying words. Like we would just be fumbling. I just had a dumb smile on my face for so long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so, yeah. Let me catch your breath. This is this is the catch your breath segment of the show brought to you by affordable jerseys. No. Um you can maybe. do it. We do we need to do an ever. You can do it. Kinda. Well, I'll I'll get to this the part. So let's let's go back a little bit because yesterday was Cinco de Mayo. Did you do anything? No. You're lame. No, I don't do anything anymore. I got I got pretty twisted up drinking holiday. So I'm more emotional as is, because when you're hung over, you're more emotional. Just a lot of emotions today. And you know, Herman comes out, you got no hitter scare. And then, well, and then I was talking to our buddy Jeff and we got into some heavy life stuff. Dude, no, it's kind of blowing my mind today. What's that? 
when was the first restaurant created? And was the first restaurant a bar? Yeah. Were all the first restaurants bars? Yep. And then at one point, someone was like, well, we're drinking here. Let's just start serving food, too. Yep. Isn't that crazy to you? Not really. When do you think the first restaurant opened? The beginning of civiliz civilization? No, dude. They didn't have restaurants then. Yeah, but it was like... It was like they had like servants and stuff. Not everyone, Jake. That's like I know, but the people that weren't them, they weren't going out to dinner. Like they had to go get their own food and stuff. Yeah, from like the market, and it wasn't like money based. You would just trade. Like someone would like this is a restaurant that has meals of food. You bring us whatever you have. I don't think they did meals. I don't think they prepped stuff. It was like, oh, you want you want some corn? Here's some corn. Yeah, I'm talking like a restaurant, bro. I don't know what you mean. Yeah, exactly. This Think sounds if, like if you went to a like restaurant a right now, what would you order? A piece of corn? This sounds like a you a so you need a full please. meal. I mean, food industry like you can go to like In and Out and just get a burger. That's a restaurant. Yeah, but think about the first one. Like someone was like, "Hey, we should just make the meals and people will come get them." But it's yes. kind of recent, dude. It it's like 1950s type stuff. <laughs> There's no way. Not the first restaurant in the 1950s, but like going out and dining and stuff. It's in the shape of everything. Shape of Water. Good um, movie. Internet just went so crappy. I have no idea what you just said. It's probably for the best. But that's me showing everyone how emotional I am. And then Herman goes out. He starts the no-hitter. Then we lose the no-hitter. We give up four runs. And then we come back, and this team is incredible. And I was just literally geeking with emotions oh i go downstairs in my lobby and there's a guy in a gary sanchez jersey probably from affordable jerseys.com no yeah. name on the back so go out and get yours so it definitely was but yeah i was like i was looking around and thought like the big man upstairs was talking to me a little bit but turned out that was just michael on the the apartment above me okay so in 1492 catering services were a thing you would hire a caterer that would bring you a full meal with, and whatever they wanted. And then by 1760, restaurants where you would walk in, get a meal, leave, were in full force in France. So I think it's a little earlier than 1950. No, but I'm saying the idea of like just going out and getting a meal. I don't know. It's still relatively new on the scale of time. Newer, you know what you need to do? You need to, go to, you need to go to Pompeii in Rome. I'm a, I'm a history guy. In Rome, we did a... a a meal of Rome tour and Pompeii. You can see like the eateries are burnt down to ash and stuff. There's still bread in the oven in the eatery in Pompeii, whatever. Let's talk about the Yankees. Glaber had I think people runs. want to talk about Pompeii. Yo, if anyone's taking a trip to Italy, Pompeii wasn't even on my family's list of places we were going to go. If you don't know what Pompeii is, it's this civilization, volcanic ash came, they burned everyone to a crisp. Then like the ash stayed there so they could fill up the gaps of the ash. And with like, mold and then take that mold out and you see what that gap of air was and like oh this one's a human this one's a piece of bread and just like oh found another air gap wonder what this one is oh this one's some dog shit just didn't know and they so you can go in like the whole village and like the eateries the bakeries the brothels still have the writing on the wall that say all the different positions you can order Pompeii is awesome, so go to Pompeii. But let's talk about the Yankees. We got to get to your burn. We're talking about historic things. Let's talk about these Yanks. How about that? There's a spin. So last week we stumbled into this. 
where right. Jake Jake goes down the games as a summary because you've heard us bicker back and forth. I don't think they're necessary, but I I I heard from some fans said they like the recap. So you're right. I'm wrong. So Jake's gonna recap. We're gonna call it the burn. Jake Jake bur burn, burn Jakey burn burn Jakey burn until someone tells us a better name, and and then I get a couple. He has a minute to go through a game of what happened. I get some pauses that we can deep dive into that segment if I want them. If you want it. If I want it, if I don't want Let's it. see where it lands. I, I see this molding as we go, but I, I think we just got to hit it, you know? All right, you a minute on the clock for game one, go. Burn, Jakey, burn, Disco Inferno. Is that part of the minute? Yeah, five seconds. <laughs> uh, game one, Yankees, Indians in the big house. Is that what they call Yankee Stadium? No, but uh, big man on the hill, CC Sabathia going against Tomlin. For the Cleveland Indians, CC just goes out another six inning shutout. Yawn, three hits, zero walks. He's a freak. Batances comes in. He does his now semi pause. thing. Pause. pause. Did you see the clip of when CC got taken out? That's funny. We should talk about it. Let's talk about it. Did you see it? He was like cruising, like absolutely yeah. cruising. Six innings pitch, zero earned runs. Is CC a top starter? That's another conversation we can have right now. Wow, is CC back? Gapper, he's, Bunt? He's, he's been back since the knee brace in 2005. But, I mean, he's consistently right now on another level. Like last year, he had a couple mishaps where he gave up, like, tough starts. And then Tanaka was like, hey, I'm going to be the tough starter, so you better get your stuff together. Stacey got his stuff together. But he was walking down the dugout, happy, 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 smiles, 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 runs into Boone who he knows is only talking to him for one, re one reason. And also, they used to be roommates in, in, in Cleveland, yeah. which is funny. And his face just totally drops. But he's a vet, and he said in this postgame, like he accepted it. He didn't really argue back with Boone. He just kind of looked out at the scoreboard at his pitch count and was like, fuck. Pretty <laughs> hilarious moment, though. Knowing he doesn't have an argument, but he wants to. And in the postgame, Meredith asked him, like, did you want to stay in? And Cece said, I always want to stay always. in. Always. Always, so I'm not a good judge of that. <laughs> like I always not think his I have, job. Yeah, that so that that's like such a good mindset as a player to have, just to like even like broaden that even more. Like CC knows, hey, as a competitor, I never ever want to come out, so I'm the wrong guy to ask. If my stuff could be ass, I still want to try and get this guy out. That's Boone's job. It's really good for a player to know that line. Like, okay, hey, I'm not hey the Jimmer, yeah, do you know CC's ERA on the year? Point six nine, <laughs> nice. Uh, one three nine. It's really good. Really, really good. <laughs> really good. <laughs> it's I, I think the part that's cool because, like, we saw it develop last year, where CC was giving us, like, towards the end of the season, he would give us just five fierce competitive innings, and that was kind of all we were asking. Now there's like other stats backing it up. I mean, he's he's got this low low exit velo, the the low exit velocity, huge baseball stat. They call it low exo velo. Low exo velo. Low exo velo. You ever eat gator, boy? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Starts to zig. Think he's going to zag. That was your but, Phil uh, Nevin impression, right? Yeah, yo, gator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, dude, I mean, just look at six innings pitch, seven Ks, three hits, no walks, no homers, no anything. Pretty let's incredible by CC. Yeah, let's go back to the burn. You got 30 seconds, and this was a wild finish. So, on your mark, get set, go. So the bullpen comes in. Batanza says his thing. Chasen Shreve gets blown up. Blown, blown up. up. 
Uh, Jason Shreve's line, zero innings pitched, three hits, four <laughs> runs. That's pretty tough look by uh, Chase Daddy. Um, on the offensive end, let's Glibber hits a homer, Judge hits a homer, Gary hits a homer. And Cleveland's comeback, uh, Zimmer homer, Ramirez homers. Eighth, Judge walks to make it 5-6. Whoa, Noodle the Doodle's involved. And then the Indians score, top nine. Bottom nine, Andujar comes in, flares one out to right. It drops. Yankees win. They're just a lot of fight and young and fun and excitement, Jim. What do you All have right. to say? You got to a minute 20, so we're going to have to tighten that up. But I didn't pause where I wanted to pause on. Glaber hits his first career big league home run. Yeah. Smoked, smoked a ball. I think they said it went 420 feet. 420. <laughs> Denver, <laughs> shout out. What did you think of John Sterling's home run call? Yeah, I I thought he'd go with so it's, more. It's, of a, it's it's Glaber. Um, it's it's Glaber Day. Something something something. Glaber of the month. Yeah, that part was weird. I get the Glaber Day part. The, the something. The Glaber of the month. What is, what is that? Flavor of the month. I love that part. Oh, like flavor of the month. Yes, uh, I love that part. It's so corny. There's people are very like, corny. People people were tweeting like, man, that shit's corny. Which one wasn't? The, yeah. the entire purpose is they're corny. They're puns for home run calls. Yeah. There's nothing not corny about that. You know what I was watching? I've been watching a lot of – we played the Angels, and then I I was watching the Angels versus Seattle last night. Big Fly is a really fun homer. I kind of like that. The Angels guy goes like, that's Big out fly? here. Big Fly. Nice. I like that one. But that's Short and sweet, that's pretty – that's a nice call. Glaber Day is fine. Glaber of the month. Like, even as soon as they said it to Kay and Cone in the booth, they instantly both went, like, chuckled, like, that can't really be it. Which is how I want to react. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, exactly. That's, that's the reaction. Not, see, I think the part that makes it funny is I don't think Sterling thinks it's as corny as we all think it is. Like, Sterling low key thinks that's pretty cool. <laughs> Well, but Sterling's also walking around spring training in women's tracksuits. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> dude's dude's out of his mind. In a good way. I'll be there soon. I mean, what else do we need from game one? Yank- Yankees walk off. Three Just- bad. So so does that. For, for me, that like, so David Cohn loves the term regress to your mean. Mm. To me, Shreve was pitching above his means. Oh, and not and not that 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 like outing those zero innings pitch four and runs is normal, but now his average line is it's going to start regressing. Do you think like or, or like Shreve's young though? So do you think Shreve can still have a good season, or were we kind of floating way too high? <laughs> you think he's just done now because he had one bad game? I think I think like well he had like like seven good games in a row into the bad game. I think we'll take that ratio if that becomes a thing. Yes, I'll take that too. I'm more. I'm. I'm worried about Shreve. I wasn't worried. Like when they brought him in there, I was like, "Well, yeah, Shreve's been lights out. Bring him in." Now I'm fully back to be hesitant with Shreve. It'll be interesting to see the bounce back. Is is it Shreve regressing to the mean, or is he going to be good and just get rocked now and then? I don't know. Well, he did good on Sunday's game when he came in. So there you go. So, so yeah. I mean, that was the only. The black eye from that game is Chase and Shreve. I mean, the the offense did pretty good. The rest of the pitchers did solid. Robertson gave up a run. Chapman gave up a run. 
So, okay, um, we can talk about that. D-Rob gave up a home run, not worried. I mean, he's like yeah. 12, 12 appearances, two home runs. They're game-changing. Someone was like, yeah, but every time he gives up a home run, it's game-changing. Yeah, because yeah. he pitches in close to <laughs> scenarios. Dude, don't be dumb. What about that Chapman-Gary miscue? Everyone was blaming Gary. It was a 103-mile-per-hour fastball. <laughs> yeah, you just summed it up. <laughs> three feet all over his head. Those people. There's people out there. Gary's a subpar blocking catcher his arm we saw that on display is above average he calls a nice game all our starting pitchers have done great with him sure sonny doesn't like him but everyone else is rocking and rolling with him even herman on sunday so he's good at catching a game he's a below average blocking catcher he's made improvements from last year but people are so eager to diss this dude and be mad at him yeah and i i heard on today's broadcast, Kay complimented Jan Gomes like a little too much. Like it's okay Dude, to say like Jan Gomes is a good catcher, but he was like, "Wow, the way the way Jan Gomes is blocking balls back there," and it's like, "Okay, Mike." Dude, he even Jan Gomes went out for a pitching visit at the mound, and Kay was like, "This is a good visit." It's like, what the hell? <laughs> you hate when Gary goes to the mound, dude. I mean, whatever. I've I've. I've stepped back because people said I was starting to be annoying with how much I pointed out that like it was as, it was as annoying to people that I was commenting on Kay as it was to me that Kay was commenting on Gary. So I stepped back, but it's blatantly obvious Kay slight scary all the time. Yeah. And I just had to get you riled up because it's supposed to be a happy episode, but we need a little. <laughs> and, need... and Chapman said it was a cross up, which then if you're sitting slider low and you get a one or three fastball. Yeah. High, so whatever it led to a run. It, if we if we lost or went on to lose because of that, we'd be very upset. But we'll forget about it. I will. Did you see dust uh, in the wind? Yadier Molina took like a foul ball off his biscuits, and they just yeah. said like surgery out for a month, but they didn't say anything else. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear the surgery out for a month part. Yeah, Adrian Beltre got hit in the nuts at third and had surgery, right? Yeah. So hope he's already got kids. Thoughts to Yadi. I don't really like Yadi that much because fans made me. Fans made me dislike it. Okay. All right, cool. Game Next, two? Game two. Are you ready to go back on the clock? I'll go back on the clock. On your Are mark? You, is there – okay, there is – okay. <laughs> your mark, get set, go. Game two at the stadium. <laughs> uh, Sonny Gravers, Trevor Bauer, a couple uh, couple nibblers. Trevor Bauer is the weirdest dude in the MLB. He was cruising. Then the Yankees got their big inning off of him. Close stance, Romine is the only story from this game. He's an absolute monster. Best best catcher on the team. Pause. Pause. <laughs> pause. I want to um I want to talk about Sonny and Romine and because I because I need to I need to Yeah. I was going to make this an award, but there's so Hash many it people, out. There's so it many, out. there's so many people getting real awards that I'll table this. Sonny Gray, Romine has helped Sonny get going. Like there is I don't think you can deny that. But even David Cohn said at the end of the day Sonny's throwing the pitches. And Boone in his press conference said, well, I don't think Romine's the difference. I think his this new strategy of, like, attacking, using the curveball later, like this style of pitching is helping. And didn't, didn't Sonny have a quote, something that he's like, I know you're going to say anything, but he said he was, like, controlling his stuff more, like he had a better feel for his yeah. pitches, something like that. Yeah. Sonny's praised Romine, but he's also praised Gary, and it's just like his pitching. I really like the quote about Sonny Gray – when someone's like, are you surprised? Are you happy to get back? And he was like, well, I'm a good pitcher. Like the guy yeah. at the beginning of this year, that's not who I think I am. I, I know I'm a good pitcher. 
It's like, okay, good. Got some more fight and fire because the media was trying to act like, Oh, you're doing so good now, Sonny. Yay. <laughs> like, no, six innings pitch, two earned runs is my norm, which it was last year for the Yankees too, eight out of 11 games, two earned runs or less. So I will say that Romine's helped Sonny. I don't want to get stuck with it for the rest of the year. I still said in his next two starts, I want Gary to catch one of them. Uh, maybe one more start with Romine, three in a row, mix in a Gary, see how it goes, because you because you don't want to get caught for the whole season. But to, But to say it didn't help, it's, it's silly now because clearly, okay, fine, it helps. So I was a little bit wrong in thinking like it did nothing. I still stand by. I don't want it to be Romine and Sonny for the rest of the season. What? Romine's kind of good. Should we talk about that? This, this is my <laughs> next part. This is my next part that I wanted to be a, an award. And it's the – it was going to be the clean slate award. Um, but there's other people that actually deserve like awards more. Our, yeah. our real awards, so deserving. Right. Our huge, yeah, our huge awards. People really take them into account. Um, Romine is swinging a nice bat. He's got his new approach. He got two hits in that game. Is that right? He had uh, – no. He had one one hit and a walk. But it was a huge walk. Like, yeah. like the bat itself. The pitches he was taking, fouling off, all of that. That the the way you're saying that was the biggest thing that came to my mind. He looked he looked in control. Yes. Like he he was seeing like 97 mile per hour fastballs, and he was on it, and he was able to adjust to the breaking balls. He 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 looked good. Yes. Okay. So, but here's my point. Yesterday, or sorry, last year, on May second, we're May six right now. May six. Seis de Mayo. May 2nd last year, and Romine played a lot because Gary was hurt. He had a 316 on uh, batting average, 805 OPS. He was playing really well. I think the first episode ever of Talking Yanks when it was just me talking to people, talking to a computer screen and a video, sure. I said, hey, if Romine keeps this up the rest of the year, he's going to get traded because there's no use. Like you right. pull a, you pull a uh, J.R. Murphy or whatever, tra- uh, Cervelli, trade backup catchers for other places you can use. Sure. After May 2nd, Romine went on, and I've talked about it, to have top bottom 10 offensive performances in the league last year. Yes. And that's been heavy on my mind this whole season, which is why I really don't want Romine getting bats over Gary because it's bottom so you 10. Jinx, you jinxed Romine last year is what you're saying. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Okay. I want to be a jinx guy. I get, I'm getting so many jinx people on my Twitter timeline. I can't fucking stand it. <laughs> Love we've that. talked we've talked about it before. I just can't stand it. Just can't stand it. Don't stand it. If I say like Yanks are gonna win today, no doubt in my mind, then you are allowed to say you jinxed. Because I like predicted something or it's very bold. If I say Sonny Gray's gone six innings pitch and two and runs in his last two starts, that's good. And then he doesn't do good, you're not allowed to say I jinxed it. Jinx. I gave you stats. So frustrating, man. And the problem is like 20 people do it, so it's like not original, whatever. Right. So Romine gets the clean slate for me. I'm going to try and erase how bad he ended up last year because he's starting good this year and stop kind of sliding him. Boone said, like, they were like, what do you think about Austin Bat? And Boone said, we challenged him a lot in the offseason and in spring training and Boone skirted around saying it like this, but this is what he meant. It was like, we told him, you better fucking hit, dude, because we can't carry you if you don't hit. He's out of options, um, and if you don't hit, you're off the team. So 
He did some drastic, went close stance. Do you think? Do you think the first day Stanton showed up and Romine saw him? Romine was like, "Yo, what do you think of my new stance? You like this?" Stan said that to Romine. Romine said that to Stanton. What yeah. do you? What do you like this stance? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Who are you? Kind of, you kind of copied my stance. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got you have forty seconds left to finish game two. Should be easy. Any mark? Set, go. So the Yankees went with the all peckerhead staff. <laughs> it was Sonny Gray to Chad Green Robertson, guys that would blend into a crowd. And, dude, Chad Swag Green was back. Robertson looked great. Jim, do you know who got the RBIs for the Yankees in this game? Romine. One from Romine. One, two from Romine. One from Romine. One RBI. Gardy got an R- sack fly RBI. Gardy had two RBIs. And I don't know. Oh, toe on the air. Toe, little baby toe. So, uh, yeah, not not toes flash his performance, but still did his job. And I mean, the biggest thing is we we a we kind of got to Bauer. It wasn't the prettiest, but we got to Bauer. And I think more importantly, we no no Gary, no Didi, no Chapman on an off day, and we just won a nice game. I think that's what I got for that. Nice. Uh, I have some t- thoughts on Bauer. Let's. <laughs> yeah, I I get worried because I <laughs> this could take a dark turn. Bauer's tough, man. He's tough. Last just year I kind of, was. Last year what? I said he was a he was a high school wrestler, like just wanted to fight everyone. Everyone else wanted to not talk to him at all. I kind of like him. Oh no. I kind of came around to him the way Cone talked about him, and then the way he handled the press after the game. Cone likes Trevor Bauer. And Michael Kay was trying to paint him in a bad light. He was like, his teammates don't like him. He asked his teammates, why don't you like me? They yeah. said, you never joke around with us. You never, like, hang out with us because he's a social misfit. So now I kind of feel bad. I feel bad for him in that light. And then Cone just kept saying, this is a dude who you can talk about pitching with. He's like a pitching <laughs> savant. He has his own laugh. Autism. Yes, he's autistic. I mean, Bauer's autistic. <laughs> Allegedly, I guess, if people listen yeah. to this that want to get mad. We don't actually think that. Jake's autistic. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just thought, like, the way he, he was so d- upset afterwards in his post game, like, genuinely, de- like, almost depressed. And he was like, I had electric stuff. I just missed some spots, and it went to a terrible inning. And I asked about Lindor's error, two errors. Yeah. Like, well, well, if I don't walk those guys, they don't even get on base. It's a team sport. I, I went in hating Bauer, like really hating him. And now I think I kind of like him. Not there's, like him. Like I appreciate what he does for baseball. Yeah, and he – there's some old – like I like the fact that he, in a world where pitchers get babied, he loves doing the long toss. He he wanted to add a sl- more of a slider to his repertoire this offseason. So he's like, yeah, so I, I just threw the slider a lot until I was good at it. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like, whoa, <laughs> okay. <laughs> revolutionary sports hard work but yeah man just a weird guy and yet that was hilarious to me that they were like yeah he's he's so analytical he actually he asked his teammates why they don't like him because <laughs> like, dude you ask questions like that yeah you can't just hey why don't you like me Ooh, because you ooh. asked that very question ooh, if you I had a roommate that. i had a roommate in college with a situation like that opened up in uh when i went to sonoma state in california i lived with five girls and four Boys were in like our suite. Sweet. Girls are upstairs, downstairs. Me and this one girl, we started off really friendly. And then we started to not get along. And she kept wanting to talk about 
why mm. we weren't getting along. And I was like, no, that's part of the reason I don't like enjoy talking to you. Everything's this big thing. Like we're just, it's a tiff, like whatever. Right. So she, what, what were you? The RA, what, who do the RAs report to? Uh, the RAs usually report to like the, the head RA. <laughs> or there's a D like the DA or something like that. Whatever. Yeah. She set up an appointment, me, her, and the guy who's in charge of all the no. RAs, like our entire building. And I was like, what, what is this for? And he's like, well, come on, you have to come. He told me I had to come. 19 year old kid in college, sit down. And he's like, Chelsea, whatever her name is. Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she'll done, but she's not listening to us. Like Chelsea wants wants you guys to be friends again. So we're gonna talk about what's been going on and why and why things aren't working out. And I just stood up and I said, No, we're not. This is the exact reason I don't want to be friends. This is sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this sucks. So I left. So Bauer, you can't ask your teammates, why don't you like me? Because they'll be like, Because you just asked that. That's exactly why. And it was funny that he said something like, yeah, so now my teammates just want me to, like, make fun of them more. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yikes, dude. <laughs> like, no, no, it's, I picture that being kind of fun, though. Like, analytical Bauer being like, oh, the guys want me to mess around with them and be rude to them. Hey, Lindor, you're an asshole. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. Bauer, Bauer loves the Big Bang Theory. Boom. Ooh. All right. fired. Game that three. was game two. It's <laughs> game two. Yankees win five to two. We still got uh, like awards and stuff after this, but this is just the games. Go, yeah, Jake. Game games. three. Yeah, it's burn, Jakey, burn. <laughs> hasn't been too much of a burn. Game three. Uh, so for a game that was a one hitter from both teams through what six, seven. Domingo Herman's first start. Domingo on a Sunday. Ha 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 ha. Don't care. Domingo. <laughs> 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 Pause. I got so many of those tweets. Domingo on a Domingo. Okay. Boring. Boring. <laughs> like I get, I get that you have to say that. Like they, they opened up the game and they said that. And I was like, Oh God. Like, okay. I understand you have to say that, but not it's good. Kay's dream. Yeah, it really was. You, uh -huh. you heard a, too much excitement in his voice. And uh, it, since you took your pause, I'll, diss myself or I'll I'll take myself off my pedestal pedestal I said I never <laughs> I didn't love the idea as Herman as a starter and he was incredible so oh I'm, yes we'll pause we'll, pa we'll stay paused because I said that my I said it was an incredible hot take I said this is the hottest of hot takes I've ever had Herman is a one notch away from Sessa well I'm dumb yeah. egg on my face oh my god Disgusting, so sticky. I got an egg thrown at me when I was in middle school once. So sticky, man. I was Clean. on my way to I was on my way to base <laughs> play baseball. I had egg all over my leg because this punk kid threw an egg at me. Ah, uh, it's gross. It was so gross. I had a, I was like, you know, me and Doug Knutson just playing baseball with egg all over my leg. Knutson's a fun name. Yeah. Cleveland leading the AL Central at seventeen and seventeen record wise. <laughs> You know, the AL Central, when Michael K pointed that out, like Cleveland leading the AL Central, and they'll probably win because you have the Royals, who are garbage. You have the White Sox. White who Sox, are, who are worse garbage. They're, they're tanking. Detroit, tanking. and Minnesota's the one who's not pulling their weight. They're, yeah, Minnesota's uh, supposed to be up there, yeah. Regressing to the mean, huh? Nice, David. How about that? All right, um, so sorry, sorry, Herman, and we'll get more into you in awards. Go. Oh, we're going to get so into you. So, yeah, he has a no-hitter going. Booney pulls him. 
Uh, do we we're fine with that? I guess pause. I'm totally fine with that. Uh, him starting next week and the week after that and the week after that and doing well is much more important than a no hitter. Yeah. It's his first start of the season. I mean, if you're clamoring for him, he had been stretched out to 61. If you're clamoring for Boone to let that dude. I mean, I understand yeah. if you're a baseball fan and you just want to see a no hitter, but if you're a Yankees fan and you don't understand the move or even yeah. like appreciate it you're kind of a little nuts and just looking to be angry yeah he there's no stretching him out was the would have been a mistake herman had to be pulled batances comes in good inning he goes out for the second inning bad batances comes out people were mad at that it's a hindsight's 2020 thing but i said it beforehand so yeah hindsight's we've said it jake he's a one yeah. pitcher he's i know i you know what i did on periscope i i um told the story of the scorpion and the frog with Batances and Boone there. Whoa. It was pretty good. It was uh, one of those Why don't you tell it again quick for the quick for the kids. All right. So if you don't know about the scorpion and the frog, and this is just going to be my rendition of it, so it may not be perfect. Scorpion and frog are hanging out on the side of a, a river. Scorpion comes up to the frog. Frog's like, whoa, get out of here. I don't want to hang out with you. Scorpion says, I need a lift to the other side of the river. Can I go on your back? And you hop me over. Frog says, you're probably going to sting me, so no. Scorpion says, I promise. I swear on my life. I swear on my mother's life. I won't sting you. Frog says, okay, I'm trusting you. Frog gets Scorpion on his back, hops over the river, gets to the other side. Scorpion stings him. Frog's dying with his dying breath. He said, oh, you promised you wouldn't sting me. Scorpion says, I'm fucking Scorpion, you dumbass frog. I sting people. That's Patanzas in two innings. That was beautiful. You can't. Batances probably looked at that Boone himself like, I can't do this, but Every stat, everything in the world points to me not being able to pitch two innings. So when I go out there and I do terrible, you can't get mad at me. <laughs> get mad at yeah. you. You just gave a ride to a scorpion. I'm going <laughs> to sting you. That was talking scorpions, I think. I'll, I'll get back into the game. <laughs> go ahead. If, if that's okay. Um, but for on, Cleveland, wait, wait, stay pause. We should pause. say the options were really, really limited, and this game highlighted why we need Canely and Warren back. Because yeah. with D Rob out, not available, Chapman, you got to save for the ninth because it's a tie game. The only who didn't pitch on Friday, but he pitched on Saturday and he pitched Thursday and a couple times in the Houston series, so he's been pitching a lot. Yeah, so maybe you try to squeeze an inning out of Chad. For that eighth inning after you use Dellen in the seventh. But if you don't, D Rob's unavailable. I totally understand that. If you don't have Chad without Warren and Kamley, the next two options are Holder and Shreve. So Boone's got to say, okay, well, do I go to Holder or Shreve in the eighth or Dellen, who just looked lights out and just try to risk it? So I do, I kind of understand yeah. in this situation, it, it wasn't the worst decision to try Dellen compared to the other options. But I think going going forward, you have to understand if there's any other option, if Warren, Canely, D-Rob, Chad are available, you can't go Dellen to. I think that's fair. Great. We agree. Keep going. That's fair. So, yeah, Yankees went Herman, Batances, Holder, Shreve. On the other side, Cleveland, handsome Mike Clevenger with those beautiful locks and tats. Your boy. Pause. Uh, Just set me up. <laughs> Dude's ugly and looks like a wet, mopey, sad dog. Unpause. <laughs> Unpause. 
hand to Mike Clevenger. They sent him out to pitch the seventh. He had one hit. I, I guess he only gave up one hit through seven, 7.1 innings, 10 Ks. Starting to get a little worried by all the Ks by starting pitchers. I, I know the relievers are getting there and stuff. Clevenger to start that eighth inning. I think that's a little controversial. If this was talking Indians, uh, they bring in Cody Allen uh, and then blow tarot at the end. That was bad. But, um, <laughs> dude, the Yanks, they're down 4-0. There's, it seems like all the life sucked out of the stadium. We were looking for a sweep. We were looking for a no-hitter. All of that's out the window. And then Neil Walker. I don't, I don't think you give credit to Torres for his walk-off homer. I don't think you give any credit to Hicks for the double. It's just, it's just Neil Walker's world, and we're living in it, man. Yeah, we'll so if you, watch the, if you watch the game, it went very differently than what I just said. But, uh, dude, so much fight in the young Yanks. It's just like when you said it last episode that you were like, this team has an identity and it's never giving up. I was like, in, in the back of my head, I was like, well, every team wants that identity. Like, yeah, but they every, don't have it. Right. And I thought the Yankees were working their way there. I wasn't just fully dubbing them that. Now it's like – yeah. 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 Should we go straight in? That's all I got. Yeah. I think that kind of takes out the swing and bunts. Oh, um, well, what are some off-field stuff before we can go into awards? I think any, any word on guys coming up, coming down? Drury should be good for Red Sox. So we'll see what they do. I think Gardner is not going to play versus lefties at all now. Wow. And Andujar Drury goes to DH. Stan goes to left field. We'll see. I, I don't say this with any confidence because um, that whole situation, like I don't, I'm not confident at it all. Clint Frazier. Gun, gun to your head. We haven't done a gun to your head in a while. Who Clint, gets sent down? Eighth bullpen guy. Yeah. For the series with Sevi Tanaka and CC going. Okay, I like that. Clint Frazier is playing center field in the minor leagues, doing really well. Yeah, boy. So a lot of people are questioning, is this because they want him to take over for Hicks or Gardner in the future, or, or are they showcasing him? I, I think they're showcasing him for a trade. If, I had, if, you, if you put a gun to my head and said, is this to showcase that he can play center field for other teams, or is this because they want him to take over Hicks or Gardner, I'm, I'm, I would lean showcase heavily. I think they like Hicks a lot. They like really like Hicks and his talent. And Gardner's not going to be moved off this team or to a bench role this season. Yeah, I'd go like 60, 60, 40, 60% showcase, 40% insurance plan for like Guardian Hicks. Because you're right. This team well, likes insurance what, plan is always there if they get injured. Well, and it's, it's also performance. I know I'm more on this than you. Hicks still hasn't. Hicks doesn't have the body of work. Gardy has the body of work, but he is getting older. So I think that's that's part of the insurance. If say if Gardy is coming off the cliff and Hicks gets hurt, that they have that kind of backup plan. I know those those aren't the fun words we want on today's show, but I'm saying it. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he's packaged because we know I've heard rumblings that Cashman wouldn't be going to get the trade talk going. Jim wouldn't be heartbroken. Jimmy trades? Trade him. What about Domingo Herman potentially being traded? This is a guy – Wolf Gumby comes back and performs. This is a guy that like a Shane Green never thought of to be a high-end starter, but Shane Green 
came up in the system and pitched really well for the Yankees. I like Herman. I'm just I'm not trying to get rid of him. Some people I think I think Domingo has a lot more talent than Shane yeah. Green. Yes, but if you think if okay, take out the player and uh, that take if you just look at it as like a business acquisition, we got him for the Evaldi trade with the Marlins. Do you know who that full thing was? I know that they said Herman was an add-on piece. I'm looking at the trade. Am I supposed to guess? <laughs> no, no. Tell me who who was it? Traded by the Marlins with Evaldi and Garrett Jones for David Phelps, Martin Prado, and Cash. So. Garrett Jones and Avaldi were the big pieces, and Avaldi, as Cohn said on the broadcast, was a lottery ticket. Again, we'll take that guy in case he pans out. So now that guy pans out. So now I, I can see where the general manager and Cashman think, hey, I got this guy for nothing. If I can turn him into something big, that's great GMing. Yeah. Like the way you turn Shane Green into Didi. So I'm not I'm not this is just like a, a very nugget of a thought I had today. I'm not trying to say they're going to trade Herman. I'm just saying it's interesting when you have yeah, like got, well, got it for nothing. I, I think the the way you and I can spin this that'll make us more happy than the people just suggesting every kind of trade is that when trade season starts to come around, whether it is soon for maybe a fifth starter or whatever the Yankees may look into coming up, like you mentioned Tyro Estrada – Last episode, I think Clint Frazier, Domingo Herman. When you start, when the rumors actually start getting closer and more real, those are those are names that are going to be said a lot. And yep. I think I think Cashman, you know, it's <laughs> we we give the prospect huggers some hate sometimes, but I don't see Sheffield going. It seems like the Yankees are fully invested in him at this point. I would and say that Sheffield and Oriole. Oriole are the, the, the nose. The nose. The nose. And I still think both of them are, are maybe Sheffield's a year out and Florio's two years out. Yeah. But I don't fucking yeah. know. Let's, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to act like I'm an expert on this because I don't I don't look into that. I've got, a, say, I've got a mild take that's borderline not even Yankees. Okay. What is it? Then we'll get into awards. Nate Evaldi is going to be the next Charlie Morton for the Astros. He's going to go into the lab, throw 100, and be be good. Someone said that on Trevor Bauer's tweets. Like, oh, shit, imagine if uh, we gave Nathan Evaldi some pine tar spin rate. Yeah. Because the dude throws 100. Straight as an arrow. <clears throat> yep. Pineda tried the pine tar. It didn't work. <laughs> Did not didn't, work. Didn't take. All right, let's go into awards. Awards brought to you by AffordableJerseys.com. Go to Affordable Jerseys. Get a jersey. Get a Glaber jersey. I mean, I think last episode I said if, you, if you're not itching for a Glaber jersey, well, how about now, man? You're not yeah. itching for a Glaber jersey. Jake, I keep trying to ask for a free one from our guy, but that hasn't been going well. Yeah, well, they don't listen to the show anyway. So. Sent my address. <laughs> <laughs> so half rude, but half a, half a power play. I'll just send you a box of dirt. Box of dirt. You ever do you ever hear the story when I sent my college roommate? Uh, she lived in the dorm next to me, a box of my garbage. Meanest thing I've ever done to someone. No, that's tough, man. My mom sent me a box, a box, a big box of goodies for college because freshman college. So me and my roommate, being lazy, just used it as our garbage forever. Like just that box sure. is the garbage because we didn't have one. When it got full, I taped it up. And then went to the post office on campus and shipped it to the dorm right the dorm right next to me. 
So then the post office delivered it like that day. They're like, what? This is weird. So she came home. I watched from afar. And she was like, got this big-ass package. So she was all excited. I did. She opened it up. And it was literally just <laughs> just garbage. Mean guy. <laughs> Dude, I didn't realize. I didn't put myself in her shoes because I was 18 or 19 and really dumb. Mm. That's so mean. If someone sent to you, you're so excited to get a package and it's just trash. Mean guy. Because like she probably thought it was in a personal attack. Like I was like it was directed at her, but I just chose a random dorm room that I could watch the reaction. So you didn't know the girl? No. Oh, James. No, I never talked to her. You're a horrific person. That was really mean of me. I just think it's funny, but it was still super mean of me. Well, <laughs> in into pride of the Yankees, I guess. I'm glad I've grown up. Growing up's kind of cool. Actually, dude, my humor is starting to get real daddy. Not daddy. <laughs> um, like, I just threw on the movie School of Rock this weekend. Like, I looked for it and put it on the TV because I was like, that, that Jack Black. That's pretty weird. Yeah. So, Pride of the Yankees. <laughs> pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Pride of the Yankees. It's Clint Frazier. No. Uh, my Pride of the Yankees. You know what, dude? Cece, boom. Wow. I had like, two in my I had two in my head. And like neither that. of them were Cece. I, I I couldn't give another one to Glibber, even though I love the kid to death. Man, I'm I'm going Cece for this reason, and I almost gave it to German, Herman. The bingo Sunday. Um but because how how much have we talked about the Yankees needing another starter? Or how, how, excuse me, how much have we heard about the Yankees need another starter? You know, let's package, let's get Bumgarner, let's get uh, every name, Alex Cobb. Cap. CeCe Sabathia has a 1-3-9 ERA so far this season, which is insane. And dude, he's the big man, and he's just, he's killing it. He looks great out there. He's, he's having a blast with the young guys. Yeah. He, he's like the bell of the ball. This is like his dream. Opposite like, of like what Posada was. Like Posada was, was probably nice yeah. to the young He was nice to the young guys, but he didn't fuck around with them. Or like joke. And there was my favorite image after we won like the ALCS in 2011 was everyone was celebrating and you had like Phil Coke and Hughes and Jabba going crazy. And in the back of the video was Posada with the towel and sandals on just walking to the shower. Like, ho hum, just going to the championship. Yeah. And – it's nice to see CeCe loves being with the young guys. It's having a blast. Yeah. S- sincere Santa Claus stuff, um, like the DD tweets. But, uh, yeah, just just uh, put, put a button on it. Um, six starts for CeCe, 32 innings. He's 2-0, 23 hits in 32 innings, good. Five walks to 23 strikeouts, good. 1.39 ERA, 0.87 whip. Again, a guy that we almost rode off two, two and a half years ago, and now he's a stabilizing force on the field and in the dugout. And he's just an awesome, intense, big dude. So that's, that's my pride of the Yankees. I think he'd be happy to hear it. He'd be real happy. He would be happy. You. Yeah, he'd be thrilled with you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Okay, I have my pride of the Yankees, and it's – a real slap in the face that you didn't choose him, so he's not going to be happy with you, and it goes to our dude Glibber. 
Glibber, 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 glibber. Oh, so you chose him glibber, last glibber, week. Glibber. You can't choose him this week. Glibber, glibber, glibber. Glibber, glibber, glibber. All right, so since since he got called up, Jake, he's played in sure. one, two, three, I don't know. I, I don't want to count it. Fuck, I should count it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen games. Guess how many he doesn't have a hit in? Ooh, uh, three. Correct. Because he didn't get a hit his first two games, right? First game he didn't get a hit. First game he didn't. Oh, yeah, he got one late in his second, second game. game. Yeah. Okay. Because he was like 0 for 9, but it was only two games. Yeah. yeah, so the dude's just a hitting machine. I mean, he had the most hits in this series out of anyone. He had four hits, not a big offensive series. These last couple of series have been – the hitting hasn't been great. Like, no one's really on a heater anymore. But the clutch hitting is all there, and the pitching is there, which is great. He scored a run every every game this series. He had two home runs, both three-run shots. One was a walk-off. The kid's good, and his defense is probably better than his offense has been. His defense is insanely smooth. Everyone's <laughs> saying – I know it's uh, – one guy on Twitter I talked to all the time. I, I know it's lazy and the easy comparison, but he makes second base – look as smooth and easy as Cano. He does. Some yeah. balls he's getting to, or he makes it look so easy. He's fun, he's young, and he's awesome. What do you think about him being in the nine hole? A lot of people are saying you have to move him up. I think for now he's the perfect nine hole hitter. Yeah, you, you don't – A, everything's working. <laughs> so yeah. let's, let's not go crazy. I, I and, don't want to change the lineup at all because it's, we're winning. This, this is the romantic side coming out a little bit. I say romantic a lot on the podcast. I think I'm, I'm falling for you and baseball. There's something beautiful about like when Romine plays that Romine still bats ahead of Glaber just because that's like a baseball thing. Like, okay, kid, I know you're good, but we're letting the man bat before you. I get it. I also think you want a more solid hitter nine kind of than seven, eight, where you like those guys just well, – Romine's a weird case, but like Neil Walker, I don't know. I'm not pining for him to bat ahead now. I, w- I wanted to make this comparison, and I hate myself for doing it. Yes. But there's there's just this one quote, and when you watch the 1996 World Series documentary video, which I know everyone's watched over and over again, sure. uh, the VHS, and like Jeter Yankeeography, when Jeter came up, all the quotes were, we didn't see him as a rookie. We saw yeah. him as a leader and a guy who was going to – get us that big hit or he was going to make that big play. Like he was, you know, we didn't look at him. We leaned on him it's so early, but it, it seems like we're kind of getting there with Glaber. Like he's just a rock so far. It'd be interesting. He's going to go through a hard time, a struggle for sure. So it'd be interesting to see how he handles that and how, what it feels like but right now, like you can lean on him to make the play and he just, everything he does this isn't a knock on Andujar or when Gary came up. He or no, yeah, Judge kind of was the same. Just look professional about it. Yeah, I've I got a couple things. Okay. So, so a, you think Tyler Wade should still be the starting second baseman? I was gonna give an award to Where'd you go? <laughs> miss you so. Seems like you've been gone forever. <laughs> Sorry, Tyler. I don't think you're gonna be our Ben Zobrist. He's got to be traded, right? He's just got to go. We're sorry. Stop kidding. He's, he's like boys with the guys, but we'll figure that out. They, they've got cell phones. And you're also on record saying Tyler Wade's the next Yankee captain. Um, no, I never said that. 
Oh, my bad. Misheard you. But, dude, so this is – I don't know if this is going to come off bad. Sure, well. Until you see a guy's, like, home run swing, you kind of wonder what that looks like. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And so that his first home run, he pulls it to left field. You're like, okay, yeah, good rotation, quick line drive, but far not not a not a power hitter's swing per se. Dude, the walk off today, he went to right center field at Yankee Stadium to win the game. I don't know, did they have a distance on that home run yet? Let me see if I can find it. I don't know. Um, I never look at this, but I didn't think it was going to go. It just kept going. It just kept going, and that's like popping the bat, and it's a little bit, you know, relievers throw harder, ball goes further, blah blah blah. But I, I didn't think that Young Glibber was going to have that kind of power in his bat. So, and I think that's going to be interesting to see because we talk about him looking like a professional, playing like a professional. I think when things are going to really come together. I bet he learns how to use the short porridge and right. And I just think he's going to, he, I think he can already use all fields. I think he's going to figure out and grow into his body a little more and have power to all fields. I, I don't know, man. I, I tiptoe a little bit, but you, you and me had some good chuckles about <laughs> him being a top five prospect when all they were saying is like, yeah, he's a good ball player. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. But dude, he looks like, He's potentially like five tools. He really is. Very good. All right. Now, now after praising Glibber, we got to go on to uh, Yankee Motherfucker. Yankee, you Yankee Motherfucker. Yankee Motherfluffer. What a joke Yankee Motherfluffer has been for the past like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, there's no one to really get mad about. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'll give it to Jason. Screw it. Jason Shreve, you got rocked, dog. <laughs> I've... You've you've kind of been my boy this year. It's got it's kind of been a mockumentary, but um, you got rocked. Sorry, dude. You're the mf'er. We've won. We're like fifteen and one in our last sixteen games. So that's why you that's why you're getting it. Okay, I'm doing one of my old my classic split mf'ers. This is oh. my, this is my third one. It goes fifty one percent Boone and forty nine percent Batansis. Okay. That's all. I don't want to. I don't want to pine about it. But that's all. Let's move on See, to awards. I I don't like when you split the mf'er because that for you, I think you're saying it like it lightens the blow to each of them. Like, oh, you're both mf'ers. That, now to me, it's like you're giving two mf'ers. Yeah, they both deserve it. Boone shouldn't put him in there, but when Batansis does go in there, he needs to lock it down. Lock it up. My first award. Award. Okay. What do we call these? Oh, we asked people to give us names for him, and we got some suggestions, but I wasn't in love with any of them. So my first award is the Red Sox fans are going to really hate me award. And it goes to Miguel Andujar. Mm. So I, you know, I go through the team, and you know the rivalry's back, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, they hate Tyler Austin because of the fight. Judge is always going to be like uh, not – he gets enough Jeter comparisons, but at the end of the day, a real Red Sox fan appreciates what Aaron judges. He's a monster that hits the hits, hits the baseball good dude. And he's got the sidearm throws and dude, he peacocks a little bit when he came up, he came up in the, I forget if it was the eight or the ninth inning when the Yankees were rallying, but he just had this look on his face. Like, dude, I'm about to rock your world. And I think he ended up getting out, <laughs> but <laughs> I, that that's the kind of guy that has your opponent's fan base hate you. 
But I'll spin it spin it back to my my dude and Duhar. Um, dude, he's been so solid. Just do it. And freaking game winning hit. How about that? Freaking game winning hit. Freaking game winning hit. <laughs> you see? You see what I just did? You see what I just did? He's a. Uh, He's solid. We're, you mentioned it last show. We do need to see some of the OBP stuff. For what he's doing right now, I will take it, right? Yes. Or I've, I've got I've got a question for you. Okay. I know normally I'm your I'm I'm the stat guy. I'm the stat guy. Miguel Andujar right now, 274, 291 OBP, three homers. If we're projecting that over a season, let's see, 30 games. Times three. If he finishes, if he finishes two seventy five, OBP under three hundred, and like fifteen to twenty homers, are we okay with that? I think we're out of a rookie. I think we got to be. We're, we're happy with that. Okay. I, I just so. want to check. I mean, I mean, like it'd be like the OBP, OBP down, but everything else is fantastic yeah. for your rookie season. The OBP junkies can come at you there a little bit. Um, it'll be interesting to see. The the him and Drury dynamic. Yes, I'm. Ex- yeah, I will. And I don't know. I don't even like. I've said so many times. I don't like talking about it because I'm not confident in it to give like a guess or an estimate of what I think is going to happen. I think. I, I, think, I think the low key, low key, the Yankees don't really know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, here's my award, and it goes to you, bastard. Award. Wow. That's the you bastard award. Bastard. You should hear my mom say the word bastard. She got a Bronx accent. It's pretty oh, funny. she's said it to me many times. Boss. No, that's not it. Uh, Jake, Neil Walker. being a bastard. Yeah. Neil Walker. Neil Walker. Disco Neil. Disco Neil Walker, the walker. Disco Ooh. Neil Walker, walker. His walks lead to rallies, Jake. I started it on Twitter. I started tweeting about it, and it's, like, very true. I think he had three walks that all led to game tying or, or game go-ahead rallies in these three games. He actually had his at bats have been solid, and what did he what did he do? He got a he got the the game the tying game tying, hit, game tying double. So if you get a game tying double, you know Andujar already got an award for the walk off. Glibber already got an award for the walk off. The game tying double needs an award. So hats off to Neil, putting the other professional at bats. His his batted balls in play has to be be whatever excuse it to look unlucky because he's he's rocked some balls that have gotten caught. I think they're phasing Tyler Austin out. Yeah. In preparation for Bird because they want to keep the depth in the roster with Austin in AAA because you can't send Walker down to AAA. Could be another trade piece too. Because why wasn't Austin playing? And their thought process has to be we want to get Neil Walker going because the depth is much better if he's on the roster. And so that injury, that little hiccup that Tyler Austin had was a good excuse. Okay, sit him a couple of days. Let's get Neil going. Uh, that's what it seems like to me. Uh, Dude, talk about little things that can <laughs> change your career. We love Tyler Austin for getting into that fight. His stick was getting hot. He gets suspended. He gets hurt a little bit. And he could be, he could be out of the picture <laughs> really quickly. <laughs> Sucks. He did have a nice walk on on Sunday to keep that rally going in the eighth. I, I sent this in Yankees chat, and I it was my eye test, and now I think it's confirmed. But there's that heat map of Tyler Austin's hits, and I think he's 
he can hit pitchers bad pitches. I don't think he can really hit pitchers good pitches. That's which, been, a, it's been a scouting that, report. Yeah, that which sounds obvious, sounds like baseball a little bit, but I, a player like that, and this is really harsh, but a player like that gets exploited in the postseason in big games like that. So <laughs> I don't. Wow, I didn't didn't mean to go in on you, Tyler Austin. So, I, was, I was like your number one fan. You hate him. You hate this is sounded, this is like Stan the Eminem song. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so <laughs> all right, uh, so that that my awards summed up. Neil Neil got it for you, bastard. Just when we wanted you dead, now bastard. we like you a little, little bit, dude. I was so I was so confident he was going yard there. I oh, thought really? he was. I thought he was just going to short porch one and just Neil Walker show. But yeah, man, I could be. I, I gave him the award a couple weeks ago that, oh, yeah, he was on the team. And now you're right. A, a week later, he could become more of a staple. I don't know, man. It's Here's here's what I'll I, – dude, I just hope everything <laughs> – sounds hippie-ish. I hope everything stays good vibes. Like, what if, like, Drury and Andujar start fighting for time? Like, what if Bird comes back and there's Austin Walker? Like, there could be some hostile things going on. Nah, Clint Frazier show? Clint Frazier is the only thing that could rock the clubhouse. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I get, people, people take our Clint Frazier slides more seriously than they are, so we should stop them. Stop it. You're up. Next award. Go. Come on. Come on. Next award. Boom, 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 boom. Bum, bum, now, bum. now drafting for the Denver Broncos. Um, how about the, the I Deserve More Awards award? Judge. Judge, dude. Judge. I'm glad you gave it to him. Dude, he, you have to. And that's – we do a podcast called Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks. <laughs> Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks. Check it out. <laughs> Dude, we don't talk about this guy enough. I know that's like a lame sports commentator cop-out line, but we really don't. The dude's – is he doing MVPs? I mean, he got overshadowed by Didi to start the year, which is kind of he's – on, He's on a slide right now. Mind bottling a little bit. I mean, he was what three for eleven that series with a homer, <laughs> two walks. Yeah, but I think he's hitting one twenty over his last ten games. So, yeah, but he's just—he's a force, man. And the the way pitchers have to pitch to him, he, he's a beast. We don't talk about him enough, so I'm I'm dropping him here. He had, I mean, yeah, he had the second most RBIs that series. Casually, two walks, a homer, three for eleven. He's just. He's a monster, and we 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 don't talk about him enough. Whoa, cool, Jake. Okay, cool. He did <laughs> his art. You get a you okay over there? You didn't see that wrapping up like that, huh? More self loathing than you thought. Hide the knives. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. Yeah, he did get the RBI to tie the game <clears throat> in game one with a ground out, and he had he had the big double today to, to keep going. Hey, that was really good because his first two swings were like he was trying to homer like and he looked really off i was on periscope crushing pistachios power of the pistachios rally sure. bullets chewing pistachios shells and i was like oh shit judge like you look bad like why wouldn't cody allen just keep throwing those fastballs he looks so off and then he completely adjusted his swing and slapped one to right it was really nice to see huge do you think that's a do you think that's a decision in his brain like before the pitch even comes or do you think that's just muscle like muscle brain, like the pitch is outside. He just goes with it. Or do you think after a second swing and a miss, he had 
a moment where Crash Davis stepped out of the box and was like, shut up, idiot. Stop swinging for the fences. I think there's mentally in his head, he already cracked the Yankee Stadium code that like, okay, I'm big enough. Basically anything I hit near the barrel towards right field has a chance to go. <laughs> so like anything out there, just put good wood on it and you're going to be a great player. All right, cool. Sounds good. More terrible analysis by me. What's your second award? Okay, my second award is the the grind don't slump. Ooh. What do you think about that? The grind don't slump. Guardy? Goes to Guardy, man. The stats don't show that he's still helping the team. Anti-stats. He looks bad. Yeah, the old Clint Frazier, don't look at my stats, just watch me play. And it works. That's what that's what Guardian's getting award for. I mean – his first hit of this series, he lined out on a nice hard hit. Then he got hit by pitch. Then he got a single. But he came up at the end of the game, all three of these games, he came up in big moments and did something positive. He had a sack fly RBI. When Judge got the RBI walk, Gardner put together a hell of a bat before him and walked. And then he did get an RBI single to score the fifth run. Game two or whatever game it was, like all three games, he came up at the end and did didn't do anything great, but he did his job and kept it going. Either walking, sacrifice fly, grinding out, scoring from first to home on Judge's double, like he was booming yeah. around the bases there to score, and his defense is still solid. So I think it was a good sign. Um, I'm hoping he comes back to life. I've guaranteed that he will, so I hope that he will. I think we saw a good sign of him starting to, to barrel balls up, get his timing back, but I think now he's going to sit a little bit during this Red Sox series, so we'll see how that plays out. I've got a quick game I just came up with. Okay. You're, you're going to give me yes or no answers. I'm going to give you a stat, and you tell me if it concerns you. Okay. Okay? Yep. So, Brett Gardner, one home run. No. So do you do you think power's out of his game? Do you think when Brett Gardner's right, he finds that power swing a little bit again? I mean, Slash, I think it, we don't really our, care. We don't care. In our PPP, we said if Brett Gardner had less than 10 home runs on the year, would we be upset? And you and I both said not at all. So I'm not upset. Okay. Uh, Tyler Wade, 086 batting average. <laughs> <laughs> not a concern anymore. He's out of here. <laughs> Doesn't concern us. Um does any Giancarlo stuff bother you? Nope. I think it's overblown. I think he's he's not doing as bad as people say, and he'll have a go crazy at one point. Here's one that I feel dumb asking. Does Gary's batting average bother you at all? He's 198 right now. Yeah, but, I mean, he went 0 for 30 to start yeah. the year. So, eventually that'll level off. Okay. Because I, I think since he broke out of his slide, I don't think he's bad. Okay. I'm trying to see anything that anything else that really jumps out. I mean, Delhi's ERA is five seven nine. Where where do we stand on Dellen? I know that's. I think he's good for one inning. Okay. So since since Gary broke out of his slide, you know, uh, in Boston when he started hitting, his batting average is two seventy six with a three seventy five on base percentage with eight home runs, twenty five RBIs. He's got the pitching staff looking good. Uh, on the mound, and he's getting some really clutch hits. So the average still looks bad because he had such a bad start. But it's not really an excuse, but I think he's hitting better since then. So it doesn't worry me. 
Does Aroldis Chapman striking out too many guys worry you? No. no. Honestly, man, it's kind of funny because I, I mostly want to ask this question about Brett Garner's power, and that's how my brain started spinning. Dude, those are kind of the only things that jump off the page. The only other thing that jumps off the page is Sonny Gray, um, but we've talked about that enough. Um, but, yeah, man, it's good to be a Yankee, Jim. Good. All right, next up we got next series is versus Boston. We do have an off day tomorrow on Monday or today, if you're listening to this. On Monday we have an off day. Jake, what are you doing on your off day? Anything fun? I think I'll go to Boston. I think I'll start a new – maybe I'll golf. I like golfing. Nice. Guess where I'm going. Where are you going? A little place called Alcatraz. Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to Alcatraz with Proach. That would be cool. The mailman. I've been to Alcatraz like I've been the pro, I've been to Alcatraz. This might be my seventh time. You know it's the number one tourist place in all of America? I didn't know that. Do you know that uh criminals used to live there? Yes. See. Do you know that Native Americans took it over in the 70s as a form of protest? Yes. That blew my mind. I found that out last time when I was in San Fran to surprise you. Yeah, pretty cool. Alcatraz is fucking awesome, and I love it. That would be fun. So I'm going Alcatraz. All right. Mailman. People know the mailman. Yeah, some people do know the mailman. And then after, after that, the Yankees play the Red Sox. Boston. We're never going to catch them, man. They're too good. Hey, I actually don't know. Is this series in Boston? Uh, it's in New York. Cool. All right, cool. That makes sense. Yeah. So we're not seeing sale which is nice. Pretty nice. They're seeing our top three pitchers right now. Sebi, Tanaka, yeah. Cece. So that's pretty well, nice. No, Sebi's coming up. No, Herman. Oh, Herman's not. Yeah, you're right. We're seeing Price, the second game, which is fantastic. Mental midget. He sucks uh, against us. Maybe they'll fake another injury when he comes out. Mm. Gary owns him. Five for, six for 12 with five home runs. But game one is Pomerantz, who's a lefty. So we're seeing a lot of lefties. Pomerantz has, I think, good numbers for us. Uh, Pomerantz has pitched well at Yankee Stadium in his career, going 3-2 and two with a 3-1-2 ERA. Gary Sanchez is 8-for-18 eight off of him with three home runs. That's pretty nice. Didi's homered off Pomerantz. Gardy's homered off Pomerantz. I doubt Gardy starts. Gardy, Didi, and Gary both with really, really nice numbers against Pomerantz. Yep, but Aaron Hicks, 1-for-12. So, oh, 83. All right. And then David Price. I mean, everyone's got good numbers off David Price. <laughs> yeah. Dude, his, his last five starts this season, he's one in four with an 8 2 ERA. Not great. Didi Gregorius sitting 429 off him, 12 for 28. Um, Austin Romine. Yeah. A slick, a slick 429. Gary Sanchez, 6 for 12 with five home runs. Giancarlo Stan, 364. He smacked him around last time we saw him. We're not going to see Romine gets a start with those numbers? No, I don't think so. There's so much more going on with the DH. There's so much more going on with the DH. Yeah. Are any of them day night? They got to be all night. They're all night. Yeah. I don't think Romine gets a start. No Sonny playing. No Sonny playing. And then the third. The third game is Rick Porcello, who I don't know. He shuts us down, man. Yeah, I I give Porcello a lot of a lot of crap. 
Actually, at the stadium, he hasn't been good against the 80s. Yankees. Porcello's 1-4 with a 5-1-7 and six starts at Yankee Stadium. Um, but he's off, he's, he's off to a good start this year, and, yeah, he he dominated us that uh, that first game we saw him this year. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, game one, Severino, that's you, – you, you really want that one. More oh, analysis Jake, by Jake, me. Jake Stoll, do you want to win game one analysis? The old – I like winning the first game of the series. I like that I too. The, and then I like I think the next and the next. The interesting – my Jake's game to circle, uh, the last game. I like CC Purcello. I think that's going to be – that'll be intense. The big man on the hill – We'll probably see some. I'm sure during this series there will be some the rival neat rivalries reignited stuff. Blah blah blah. I don't know. CC's CC's been dealing. Purcello's been dealing. That should be some good emotions. And I, I do think the rivalry is reignited. And this is the end of the show. Thank you guys very much for listening. Wow. Yeah. Sharp turn. <laughs> Sharp turn. You got anything else? Well, we're we're running long. I'm good. Go Yanks. Good. Go Yanks. Go Glaber. Go Anduhar. Buy a Just Do It shirt. They're up. They actually came out pretty cool. I like them. We got a bunch of other shirts. We got Tanaka Time. I finished. Got a suit. Uh, uh, well, someone kept requesting. Our friend Mitch kept requesting. Well, Susan, I thank you. John Sterling shirt. Yeah. So that's going to be put up. We got a Glibber shirt going up. Any shirt you want requested, just request it. That's how you can support us so we can keep doing what we're doing. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your off day. Enjoy your off day. Enjoy your off day. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grandma. Go Yankees. Go Yankees.